When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Hamda. I'm Andrea. And I'm Tracy Carnazzo. And our guest today has been on Comedy Central, Inside Amy Schumer, Crashing on HBO, The Degenerates on Netflix, and he's the host of The Bonfire on Comedy Central Radio on Sirius XM. He was the DJ in Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez. He was very typecast, and I'm so sorry for that. Guys, please welcome Big J Okerson. Thank you. Ew. Don't be sorry for that. There's worse things to be typecast as. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I feel like you're more than that, you know? I'd like to think so, but I'll tell you, it was for all, I hate acting, too, but, like, for uh, all of the, I shouldn't say, that's a lame thing to say. I don't hate acting. I hate the process of acting, of, like, the being filming? there all day. No, it's like yeah. being there all day to do very little. Uh, it's like 14-hour days for a, a total of, three minutes i'm in the movie but um there are worse things we've got to watch j-lo do that iconic oh, yeah. dance now like you know nine times in a row it's pretty great you didn't get a stand in old. 50 years old she's so hot i know she sets the bar so high and like on one level i'm like respect for being like don't be ages towards women and on another level i'm like come on <laughs> you're well, showing them we can look like that Listen, she told you her recipe in one of her albums. She's Jenny from the block. Just go up and down that block in New York. You'll eventually get that ass. I just don't, fool, don't fool them with the rocks that you got. Yeah. See, Jay um, knows. Yeah. But she, uh, it, she was so gorgeous at 50 years old that she made Constance Wu, who in her own right is uh, a very attractive woman. It looked like it was her younger brother <laughs> when they would walk next to each other. It, was, it almost felt mean. <laughs> yeah, it is hard when you have a gorgeous friend like that and you go in public with them and you're like, everyone's staring at you all. No, I know. Yeah, also yeah. someone who's known almost primarily for their, like physically at least, for their ass. Yeah. yeah. And then let's put them together with an Asian woman. That's yeah. It's why, it's why people refuse to like spend a lot of time with me. So I understand yeah, yeah. that. I don't yeah. want to be eclipsed by you. Okay. No, yeah. I get it. I get it. You I just, and everyone else. I just love all the lessons we're learning about what it's like to be on set. This is exactly what I pictured. You, you know what, <laughs> I, what I thought? And I've, I haven't done a, a whole lot of acting, but I, I'm not good at acting in any sense of the word. But one thing I don't like is hanging out with actors. That's like my main issue. Well, you're, you're talking about like theater people? Yeah, but yeah. just- no, Same thing. Yeah, I can't imagine it's such a stone's throw away. They're just, they're very, they think they're very deep. And you're like, I'm trying to have an 
real conversation with you and I feel like I can never grasp onto like what they're actually saying. Oh, I think we're all confused about how, how intellectual or how smart actors are because we're like, you made me feel. You must know all my feelings. Tell me about you. Like, who cares? They gave you the line and you did it. Jay, you did a wonderful job. Your three minutes, unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do understand impressed. what you're saying, uh, Andrea, is that they're uh, sitting there like all you know cause it's it's so little filming and so much just sitting around there and like the the casual conversation throughout the day with people who are it, it's funny how like little importance i put on acting mm-hmm. and i had a part that had like speaking lines and, and yeah. things and just all day like people coming over and le- letting you know the other things they've been a part of especially the uh the the extras circuit <laughs> Oh, no. It's such a fun, but it sort of is like an open mic circuit where it's like all they want to talk about is the thing. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? You're sitting there. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. He goes, I was actually spent the uh, couple weeks ago, I was like two feet away from Ben Stiller for like 16 hours (laughs) doing a scene in a restaurant for, and it's like, you know, I was eating a uh, steak tartare and it was pretty exciting and. How very very cool adjacent of you. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Okay. <laughs> I sniffed this lady's hair on set two weeks ago. And you're like, yeah. okay, whoa. That's very much how it seems. Yeah, it goes. <laughs> exactly. Christopher Walken went by and was like, hey, kid. And oh, my God. I mean, did that just send me into a spiral? It's funny because all the extras know each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they all work on, like, different projects together. And they brag about, like like who would casting director and like what like um pas they work with and it's really just the oddest thing that i've ever seen in my life it's well open micers also also all know each other but they make fun of themselves you know what i mean that's the distinct difference between hanging out with like amateur comics. i mean not all of them but amateur comics and amateur actors is that like comics are like i'm a fucking idiot and you're like yeah you are let's have fun but actors are like i'm just honing on the craft and i'm like I got to get away from you. <laughs> this is well. Who did also- you train with? Did you guys go? Um, did you do any classes? Like you know, in the Times Square area? Like who was your coach? I, uh, I I did take a class once. It was all. It felt like school again. I hated it. Yeah. Um, I did whatever, like the four week, six week, you know, once a week class. You didn't Joe go to Tish. Joanna Beckson or whatever. It just felt stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like people throw out the names of their acting coaches. Like that that comedy. One thing that comedy is nice is like, there's no, uh, you know, there's never a conversation about like, Oh, you do comedy. What discipline do you come from? You know, there's no, like. (laughs) I do mostly ball comedy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm from the school of calm. I don't know if you know that discipline. I do work on calm sometimes, but I'm mostly ball. That's who I am. I went to the university of where you're from. What do you do? (laughs) So Jay, you moved here to New York city from Philadelphia for comedy. Yeah. When did you move here? 2001. Like, no, I guess it was February of 2002. It was when that hour and a half commute became a three and a half hour commute because of a nine 11. They like oh. shut the. They shut all the entrances down except for like one lane from the Holland Tunnel for a while, and it was just making it was like a nightmare. Like getting home late night was like three hours, and getting why? Home where did like you live? Four, four and a half hours. Philly, South Jersey oh. at the time, actually. Oh, I I thought you lived here, and I'm like, wait, what commute was three? <laughs> Hold on, what happened after nine eleven? I thought I was here. 
Yeah, after that, it was just like the traffic. It was like it, they made it so there was only one entrance into the city. Yeah, like one one lane in the tunnel. So it's normally an hour and a half drive. We we used to, uh, to get up here, and then that, then it became like three and a half, four hours. So where did you first live yeah. when you got here? Astoria. With uh, I moved in. It was me with my ex-wife now and uh she was my girlfriend at the time and kurt metzger and his girlfriend jessica delfino at the time oh, and we, oh. Had, uh, we moved into a house yeah it was a powder keg we uh Hem- hemden knows these people because she's <laughs> laughing <laughs> look at her face he goes it was oh, a lot. Oh. It was a lot. and kurt's one of my dearest friends so he's my daughter's godfather but he uh Interesting. I'm roommate. sorry. I don't. That, no disrespect. That's just a lot of no, energy. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a lot of energy. No, yeah. A guitar comic, Kurt, <laughs> who's chemically not there. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, me. I'm sure I carry my own uh, shit too. And and my, no, no, uh, not at all. And my uh, ex-wife. But it was a uh, yeah. It was odd, odd situation for sure. <laughs> what was the apartment like? It was. It was a, the bottom floor of a house. The owners lived upstairs Ugh. with their oh, kids. That's it, was, a mess. it was a young, it was a young couple, and there, I think the wife's family lived next door. The wife's family lived next door they, forever. They had a bunch of different race adopted kids, which was sweet, and they were all like sweet kids. And then, what which was interesting, was the couple that lived upstairs. It was Wayne, and I can't remember the girl's name. They it was kids. Brad and Angelina. No, it was quite the opposite. The guy looked like Travis Bickle. He was like a little, <laughs> a little guy, but like shredded. Oh, uh, that's always a strange combo. Yeah, he was like really shredded and just like a mustache and like the a, a mohawk. Were they good neighbors? They were fine. Yeah, we got along with them fine. But what it was interesting was the guy, the the house was surrounded by this big, rickety, like super tall, like plywood fence. <laughs> that had you had to like uh open a to get inside every night you had to open if you were running from trouble to get into your house it was over because you had to open a like a master lock oh so this is like the the kind lock. of fence that they put up around construction right because inside the fence on our front lawn or like this front yard or whatever was just riddled with fancy i mean bentley sometimes and mercedes uh... because he was a repo guy Oh fuck! Uh, oh so wow! He re- so he's re- but he would repo. He had that fence for security because he was repoing like drug dealers' cars and stuff. So it was always like these like fancy nice car. It was crazy, crazy situation. Wow! Those repo guys. It's very interesting because you're taking cars uh, obviously from people, but they like. I saw some stuff about it. They have to do it all sneaky, like they're stealing the car, and yeah. sometimes they get shot at and attacked because yeah, really take- professed, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? yeah, it's a fascinating business. Yeah, there is a reality show about it. Yes, so good. You're taking it away from people. Who, right. Like, that's yeah, their like life. Bad, like, bad people, quote unquote. Like, imagine so how much yeah. you hate a guy who's giving you a ticket on your car. Yeah, 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 sure. And then, like, times a thousand. So they're like snitches, kind of. I mean, not exactly, but like the same vibe of like, I'm here to ruin everyone's fun. I mean, I got my Without car booted last week. I got my car mm. booted. Um, I didn't really do that anymore. Oh, yeah, they do it. So um, here where I live, uh, hmm, it's there's a private neighborhood called the Forest Hills Gardens. And I was actually bringing food to a sick friend 
during, mm-hmm. you know, this pandemic. And uh, she was like, my mom told me, my mom's like, oh yeah, just pull over right here in this spot. She, she called me and she's like, okay, you're going to ring the bell. You're going to park in this spot. You're going to, and, and like, she gave me like step-by-step instructions. Jump as the if, fence. Yeah. Like I was slow though. She's like, and mm-hmm. then you're going to make a left onto her block. Then you're going to shut the car off. So I did exactly what my mother said, because that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, exactly well, what our mom's. I think we're about to learn mom is. Yeah. <laughs> so I do all these things. I run up. I bring my friend the pizza from New Park Pizza because that's the best pizza in the whole wide world. Um, okay. 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 Listen, I'm gluten free. So if I'm saying this, like I mean it in my heart because I uh-huh. can't even eat it. Uh, so I bring her the pizza. I come back down and my car has a boot on the tire and the guy is standing next to it like, ha ha. So uh, it was amazing. I Fucking narcs. Yeah. So I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, I'm sorry. You put this boot on my car, but I was actually bringing food to a very sick friend. So mm-hmm. you need to take it off. And he was like, yeah, $200. Oh, wow. That like, used to be $75 because I got that as a teenager over there in Forest Hills. And you know what? It's not like you would say, okay, look, it's against the law. It's against their rules. It's a private place. But there's so much parking on there. And I know Tracy was just there for a second. It makes no difference if he takes that boot off without taking her 200 or not. Like oh, of it, course. That is actually, it could be the most uh, wealthy neighborhood in all of Queens. Yes. Yeah. It is. So it, it's bananas rich. They do not need your $200. They're just right. bullies about exactly. it. Exactly. So now I, um, he, he's like, uh, no, $200. So now I'm like, listen, I was bringing food to a very sick friend. Like, and that's not just even cough a lie. on it. I'm like, can you please take it off? So now I am mad. I'm not happy. I'm going to fight this guy. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to fight him. Tracy, I I can't pick you up at the cop's place. Well, that's what I'm thinking, too. So now I'm like, I need to just tell him how I really feel about him as a person. You're like using your therapy words. Yeah. And I'm like, you make me feel like I wish you were dead. Uh, You know, things like that. So... I, I, I bet in, that worked out, right? Yeah, everything was great. Yeah. So I, uh, I get into the car and he comes over to my window. I give him my credit card, whatever. He's like, oh, we don't accept Amex. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry about that. Let me give you another card because clearly everyone's just carrying $200 in cash on them. You no, know, he wants just- your cash. He's pocketing all that shit. Before you went with all this negativity in your tone, did you even consider pulling a titty out? Just letting one titty fall out and see if yeah. that would turn it all around. Yeah. You know, oh, flies with, you know have- more flies with honey, they say. <laughs> You know, it was really hot out. <laughs> and or, I felt like- or if you want to use your feminine wilds, also crying is. Uh, is oh, yeah. No, he didn't care favorite. about the crying. I was almost crying. I was trying to think about everything bad that ever happened to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He did not care at all. Think about like, running not- upstairs and getting him a slice of that delicious <laughs> best ever pizza. No, I got very like I, I was thinking like, Tracy, just you can't hit him. You can't hit him because then it's probably on camera somewhere. And this is exactly yeah, it, actually sure. feet. It's this is feet away from where you got arrested last time. So you need to just Are you prepared stop. to be called a Karen on a world star hip hop video? Right. Well, that's the, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm like too white to be yelling this loud. And I need to just sit. Jay, so now I get in the car. I give him the thing. Oh. He goes in. <laughs> God, I'm done. No, no, no. I didn't know there was more. Holy yeah. Oh, shit. no, there's more. So now okay. he, come, he comes over to the Why are car. you in this person's car? <laughs> no, he, he's in his car. I'm in my car. I, okay. I sit in my car. So he comes over to the car. He gets the car. He charges. Now he goes in his car to do the paperwork. And I'm like, oh, he must have taken the boot off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I put my car in reverse. And then I realize he is right now, as I'm reversing the car, taking the boot off. <gasps> <clears throat> 
So I, I don't, I don't let go of the I break. don't want to bail you out of jail. Okay. I don't I, let go of the break though. I put it back in park, but you know, when you, you release, um, the, the clutch, like your car rolls back an inch. Mm-hmm. Sure. It just I, does. It's on a hill. Like it's just going to roll back regardless. Yeah. So now he's like, okay, now you have to step out of the car. I'm calling Wait, the before, police. Just before you finish, I will say it, I'm still not convinced in my mind that the end of the story is going to be you turning the camera around and seeing him sleeping in bed next to you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's going okay. great. This is Officer <laughs> Doug. Oh, this was my question to Jay. How often do you think you would take out a tit if you thought it would work? I mean, I have a tit. And it does not work at all. Um, Neither does mine. I don't know. Probably Mm. a decent amount. Mm. Although, again, it's one of those, it would have to be whatever. If I was insecure about my body as I am now with a tit, probably not very often. But if I was super proud of my tit, constantly. Yeah, I think that's the problem, Jay. I'm working on my body positivity. and Mm -hmm. um, Well, you know, it's funny. All those stories that that happen with the the stuff going on with... uh, not me too anymore now, I guess, but just Black like lives matter. The, the, no, no, no. But I'm saying like the, Oh, pedophile, the, all the pedophile comedians. Yeah. The pedophile. Let's just comedians. name everything that, that's terrible, <laughs> but not even the pedophile, not even the pedophile, but just like the guys like sexually aggressive or things like sure, that. Sure. I'm always blown away by the stories of like leading with, it's harder to convince me that those stories when it's like, and then he just came there and just pulled his dick right out. And I was like, never in a million years would I lead with dick. No. I keep it. Per- I would keep it personality until the other person's completely naked, and then I'm like, "Do you still want to?" And not even for, not even for like, am I making you uncomfortable? I'm like, this is the least exciting thing I bring to the table is my dick visually. So like, I would never like open the situation like, all right, so here's this. Now where do we go? Now, so if you I don't was- have the confidence to to be this guy. No. Uh- Oh, Jay, yeah, isn't that what everyone hopes for? Because, yeah. wow, do we find that sexy, obviously. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember, it's so fun. I if I had a, a heavy hanger, I'd, I, I couldn't tell you how fast I would. I still don't know if I would pull it out and be like, is this where we're going with this? I think, though, upon ver- I, now if somebody was like, hey, pull your dick out, I'd be like, I can't. Give me a second here. Hey, I didn't know you were gonna say that. Like, <laughs> let me work it up. Let me work yeah, it up. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Let me go. Pu- let me go punch it in the bathroom real quick for a couple <laughs> seconds. Then I'll come out. And then, and then, I remember the first time someone whipped their dick out unannounced, and you know, it's just a, fresh as a daisy. There's so many of them. Um, not, not as a joke, but a, a sexual, like, 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 hey, let's do this. Yeah. Well, so damn, I, um, I, I don't get it. Yeah, it I never it's, get that. I always get it as a joke. Yeah, well, it was actually my first. I did not mean to tell the story, but you know, you brought here up we are. Bottle, so here we are. Um, and um, I was I was walking with a guy. It was my first sexual experience ever. I had never kissed someone, and um, and the guy. I was in high school, and the guy was in college, and um, I was like really drunk, and I was like, "All right, tonight I'm gonna make out." I'm like, "This is my moment. I'm so excited." And then he goes are you a vert? He goes, are you on birth control? And in my head, I was like, Oh fuck. And he was like, wait, are you a virgin? And I was like, Oh, I don't, um, you know, I'm like, wasted like off. that's, that means yes. In virgin. Of course. Just, I mean, we all know that. <laughs> totally. Totally. So I'm just trying to like, keep it calm and collected. 
we turn by the way i've seen just for the record i've seen andrea trying to keep it calm and collected (laughs) when she's like when like the truth is so fucking glaring it's the cutest thing in the world she turns into the biggest canadian like would you like my would you like my windowsill i don't know happy okay think about me now this is me as an 18 year old Mm. so it's even worse you know um and we turn we're walking around the neighborhood we turn the corner and all of a sudden his dick this is an alley his dick is out just like i was like did you were you wearing track pants like how quick how did you get it out so quickly and i remember being like one it's thin that was the first thing that i clocked mm, i'm sorry I was like, that happened oh to you. it's thin it was the first dick i saw and i'm like why you is you it just like- confirmed exactly why i would never do something like this like the, exactly. all the all the, all the all the judgment on it right away. Really? Yes. A pretty tall guy for that. No, no, you have to give it a second. <laughs> it was so thin, and I remember being like, "Are they all that thin?" And then, and then I remember being like, uh, "I guess, I guess, I have two options. I can run away, and, and I never want be to kissed. exactly. Well, I'm like, I'm a big fucking virgin. Now the dick's out. This is my moment. But it's thin and weird. I don't want to see it. So I can either run away. And you're or- in an alley. I'm in an alley. It's like that, alley. the location really is one of the stars of this story. <laughs> this whole story is so fucking gnarly. I've I told it on guys we fucked. Um, and it's like. I thought this story was funny for years and I think parts of the story are funny. I also think it's like very sad. Um, but then I was like, all right, well, I can't run away because everyone's going to make fun of me. So I blew him. I don't know how it could have been good. I'm sure I was just like, ah, you know. Are you okay? Crying. It was, so th- it was so thin. It probably felt like you were whistling. <laughs> yes. I was like, how is this good for anybody? It was like a toothbrush. <laughs> and, and he came on my face. Okay, and then and then left me there, blacked out with cum all over my face in an alley. Okay, and then my best friend came and found me, and she was like, "Do you want to go to McDonald's?" Like, Not with this cum on my face, I can't. I I went to I walked through the McDonald's drive. Did you wipe the cum off? No. I, was, oh. I mean, I probably like patted it down. Right. Yeah. But I walked. Yeah, yeah. You had an eye stuck together when you're ordering. Let me get a number. <laughs> yes. Is that a three? You do like, have. This... You do have good skin. So I was no. like, this is an emergency. <laughs> so I walked through the McDonald's drive-through with cum all over my face, and just sat on the street and and ate my McDonald's. What you got? Uh, number two, two cheeseburger meal with that's uh, the one boom, size fries. Yeah. yeah, you put the fries in the burger, you wipe the cum off your face <laughs> with the wrapper. Did you, get, did you get hot mustard sauce? Oh, I already had it on person. I'd say a couple person. of sticky eyelids are worth the hot mustard sauce. In thing. You got to treat yourself, you know. If you don't treat yourself right, who's gonna? Oh my certainly God. not this guy, but I don't know, man. I, I've never, it's, it's funny, it sounds like I'm covering ass my ass, but it's like my own insecurity. I've said this so many times too. I feel bad to not be able to stand up and be like, I'm so concerned with a woman's like, you know, comfort and uh, whatever that I've never done anything like that. I don't think I've done anything like that of my own insecurity of like, if I pull my dick at at the face of, at the face of you going like, Oh, that's thin. I'd be like, why did I pull my dick out? I'm such an idiot. She hates it. Like it's, it's we're looking. We're looking for that. We're looking for you people to be just a slightly bit. You more people. Yeah. 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 What was you that about? Yeah. Just a little bit more embarrassed than you are. Just like have some shame. 
Yeah. Just, yeah, I think I'm too. I'm probably too embarrassed. Like I said, I said when people were going like, "What is the, what what worries do you have are coming your way?" And I was like, I genuinely don't. I was like, what I have much more of a log of is people going like. Hey, how come you didn't invite me to your room? Like, on so and so, I was like, "Oh, did you <laughs> yeah. want? Like, you got to throw a harder signal." I assume yeah. that you was grossed out by me when you met me. Gentlemen, I need you all out there to be more grossed out by yourselves. That's the <laughs> this problem. Yeah, is <laughs> for you to feel as bad about yourself as women do on a regular yes. basis. Yes. That's how we're getting equality. You know, we're not raising women up; we're taking men down. That's yeah. the solution here. That's probably the plan. That. That's it. Can everybody be more nervous about their own dick size? I know. You know, I think that where I, are I've these been... cocksure assholes coming from? I think that when I get more confident about myself, I'll get less boots on my car. Maybe. Yeah. Because I'm not a I'm not opposed to um. You know, I mean, I am always good for a cry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that, but I do need to get the confidence up on showing a boob. And then it's like, also like they have their body cams on. Right. Right. And then it's like, do you need that video circulating? It's like just 10 different cops of like me taking my boobs out. And they're like, you had a tail light out. Like what? Stop. <laughs> we were just telling you, you just go Stop to that right away over with no underwear. on. I'm <laughs> just letting you know. I'm just You're giving you a friendly car. reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um the end of that story was he told me to step out of the vehicle yeah uh now by the way this is not a cop you sucked his dick in an alley yeah, this, yeah. This, and then, and then you, you had, had to walk through mcdonald's because your car was booted <laughs> i gotta tell you the real truth like i looked at this guy and i was like he's not terrible looking oh trace like he was kind of my type and i'm like it's just such a shame mm. that he's acting like this you know trying to take my money and just like you know, be so nasty to me because we might, we could have been together. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of guy he looked like. And uh, so when I try to roll over his head, he said, you try to kill me just now, step out of the vehicle. I'm calling 911. And I said, Oh, I'm not stepping out of the vehicle. I said, you're not a cop. You can't tell me what to do. I was like, take the fucking boot off and let's go. And he was like, I'm calling the cops. I was like, cool, call the cops. First, They're busy right now beating up black people. Okay. Yeah, seriously. Like I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to go. So he took the boot off. Then I had to sign something. I wrote, fuck you on the, the <laughs> that I had to sign. Uh, I just, you know what? Listen, I needed him to know how I felt about it. Like mm -hmm. it, it wasn't good. Fuck you. But like, also if you would have been nicer, we could have been together. Like yeah. I should have wrote that too. Um, I do then, not have the balls and sauce that you do. Holy no. shit. You know what? I, and I told him I'm leaving. And he said, I, I, if you leave, like I'm still calling the police. And I said, enjoy. And I left and no one has picked me up. Like now there was wanted. no. <laughs> right. Tracy has a warrant out for her arrest. He's, he's drawing, have you seen this woman who's just drawings <laughs> of you all over town? A woman holding a lasagna Pizza. in Ugg boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I mean, listen, I, I don't care. I just, I was so angry at him. But yeah. now, um, and I mean, I got arrested no times last week. So that's a good thing. But wow. Who are, you, who are you really angry with, Tracy? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> well, so let's lot, go back. <laughs> To this, to this repo backyard you lived in in, in Astoria. Um, yeah. Was that the worst place you lived in? Uh, yeah. 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 Sure. Why? It was just, well, it was also when I moved to New York, like, and I said, uh, we found a place in Astoria that usually just lights everybody up. And they were like, oh, it's great. Astoria is the best. And it is, you know, for the money, it was great. Well, it is. There's a lot of great places in Astoria, but. I just didn't know the geography of the area at all. Yeah. And we were, I forget whatever it was, third. There's like 
four thirty first thirty first street. You turn Avenue, the corner, every Rise, sign whatever. is the same. Yeah. Yeah. And uh whatever it was though, it was just across twenty first street, which I know is kind of like the one of the main thoroughfares there. Yeah. So it was uh it was like right on the corner of Mount uh, Ver- is it Mount Vernon? Or just Vernon Mount Sinai? No, oh, Vernon, Vernon Boulevard. Vernon yeah, Boulevard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. So it was just like touching the projects and like my car got broken into like more than one. So it just actually wasn't a oh, great neighborhood. that's where it I was... live right now. <laughs> I am are, a black are, are... Different, different neighborhood 20 years ago, completely, completely. Yeah, yeah. But Now this yeah, is was... by the Queensbridge projects? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Okay, close so if, if you guys don't I know- I used to drive Kareem the... Green home all the time to the Queensbridge projects, and then I would go home. That's a, this so is the... where Nas is from. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. So the Queensbridge projects, uh, for a lot of people that are listening, don't live in New York City, and they listen to learn about New York City. This is actually an informational podcast. And uh, we teach about geography and landmarks. How to get out of a boot on your car. Yeah. (laughs) What to do when a a college guy shows you his weird linguine. You get a number two. That's what you do. You get a number two. Uh, So the the Queensbridge Projects, actually, my dad worked in the Queensbridge Projects uh, most of my life growing up. So I used to think it was ironically booting cars. Yeah. (laughs) He was was a carpenter for in the projects. And I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. Like that was my dad's job. And then um, I remember when Nas, I forgot which video he filmed. Andrew, you might know. Uh, He did it on the roof of one of the buildings there. And my dad, we were watching MTV and my dad was like, oh, I watched them shoot that vis- video. That's, that's Nas, that's, I know him. Your dad was one of the extras in the background. <laughs> Just with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Your, dad, your dad's got a shout out on the album somewhere. Yeah, and my dad knew Nas and I was like, oh, and then, you know, it didn't really register at the time. And then like, I was like, oh, my dad was like friendly with Nas. That's kind of weird. Yo, Mr. Carnazzo, thanks for fixing that <laughs> hole in my mama's kitchen. It's so weird. My my dad also worked in this neighborhood for like most of our American life. And I had no idea what the name of the neighborhood is. Then I move here and I'm like, this looks like where my dad used to work. And <laughs> it's, it's interesting because I always pass the stop. And, and Tracy and I have lived like five minutes from each other and done five minutes from each other shit our whole lives. And I've never met yeah. her until a couple of years ago. It's so weird. You're you welcome. That, and then you were blessed. That's did true. You know that Nas actually comes from Carnazzo. That's where he got it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, he, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, we met Nas and then my father was like, we need to change our name immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So how long did you live in the Astoria shithole for? Um, Six months with Kurt and uh, his girlfriend. And then that was an awkward uh, splitting of ways. But blew it up. uh, Yeah, why? It was just an awkward like situation well uh, what it was my uh also did you guys fuck up the schedule of who gets date night in the living room no (laughs) no my ex got pregnant and uh and that was sort of a thing and then they i think they were just kind of like fighting a lot that was sort of a thing Uh, yeah well (laughs) yada 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 we had a kid (laughs) no i don't want to give but it was just like it was just got like a lot of tension in the house there was like uh, uncared for cats that seemed Ooh. to be way too important uh, to them. Whose cats like, were they? Kurt's girlfriends. But okay. like, they were not well-kept cats. And with a pregnant woman in the house, it's like a problem, you know? Yeah, it yeah, for sure. It was just a weird, everyone was broke and it was just not a great situation, but they, they moved out. And uh, 
and then a guy who was a one of the bouncers or door guys from the comic strip mm-hmm. moved in who was another like weird guy a morbidly obese guy this is such just a like, com- this is such a comedy story. It's like every asset of it. This is like a new, insane, toxic person is thrown into the mix. Without exaggeration, every with the with the one exception of Joe DeRosa when he was my roommate at one point was my only roommate where I was like, this guy's great. Yeah, and Mike, and Mike Fenoy. Mike Fenoy was a good roommate. Yeah, but um, yeah. So this big uh, guy moved in. I remember one of the funniest things. He was all ass. He was built like a Rikishi, who was an old wrestler. It was just like he had like Samoan body, sort of. Uh huh. And his, he was. It was all ass. You were checking him out a lot. Why? Yeah. <laughs> no, Why you could not check this out. It was one of those things where it looks like he had like a, a one and a half foot torso. Yeah. Because his <laughs> yeah. pants were belted up because his ass like started somewhere in the middle of his back. Yeah. And, uh, it yeah. wasn't like a good. It wasn't. Yeah. This wasn't like a good ass. This was like a. Other than ass. his ass, what was wrong with um? Well, that Kennedy. ass swung around in the shower uh, and <laughs> caved in the shower walls. So that was the thing. <laughs> we had taped so- up trash bags blocking the hole in the shower for a long time. Yeah, it was it was just bad. And then it said like the it just sort of degenerated with the landlords there. And then we moved to uh, Middle Village, Queens, which I, I love that area. How do you? How do you? I don't mean to body shame. How do you cave in? A shower wall with your ass. It was made of steel. His ass was made of steel. That's the question I kept asking myself when I would stare at that wall. I'm like, how do you shave in a shower wall with your ass? I guess trying to turn around in a narrow shower, having a not narrow ass was enough to put it through. In fairness to him also, the the guy looked like Travis Bickle, the owner. Yeah. And uh, I feel he was a guy. You know when there's a guy who I, I see, I'm smart enough to know I'm not handy with things mm. i'm not a good uh builder I'll, I'll do what i can and i would do anything like that not I, handy you leave yeah. the truth yeah i do anything though i go I, I would try mm-hmm. i built christine's desk from some like you know ikea like you know put it together yeah, yourself you. thing. you're like and not that, not a carpenter mm-hmm. no yeah <laughs> i did okay with that at best but i've also built the tv stands that have been like wobbly and rickety sure? i'm just not very uh very handy but i feel like the owner also wasn't handy but did it anyway so yes. you know what i mean like, so i think a lot of the work done in the i think that was like that bathroom was sort of made for the oh yeah you know, it was it was like a one it was like one house they turned into like a two-family mm. house so it's i think he made that bathroom and it was like easy enough to for a guy to put his ass through it so he made it like <laughs> got a construction paper yeah i think it was not a good yeah it was a, it was shoddy work i remember when we first moved in actually there was a back uh, entrance also and it didn't work you couldn't open the door and, and he when I like when someone tells you bad news like it's like hey don't worry I handled that for you like, yes they like painted, a, they painted shut they painted the door shut so you couldn't open it <laughs> he's like and Bill, he, goes, he goes that's the back door he goes don't even worry about it. I took care of like uh painting that up so you can't ever use it ever like, <laughs> like, okay do you like living in New York like does it did is there a reason for the chaos for you? Do because I like the urban, I, I like being able to walk, the public transportation, that kind of stuff. But do you just stay here because of comedy? I do like the convenience, mm. for sure, of, of everything. Especially, um, and now the last several years I've been in the East Village with Christine here. So like we, uh, 
that's been awesome. Like that's that's like real New York. Like as far as like convenience, I feel that you know, it's sure. like anytime. Do you like day. the East Village better than Middle Village? Is that a better <laughs> village? Yeah, it's a better village. <laughs> well, it, it depends on what you mean. I, I I do like the resident, like the residential nature of 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 Queens a little bit more. But like for what I need and and where we are, location is great. You know where we are right here in the East Village. So it's like really a. Uh, I like it, but the part of me, for sure, 42 years old, especially, like, I, I could definitely live, like, when we would go out to, like, Anthony Cumia's house, and we were doing the, uh, the podcast from there at one point, I said I would stare outside at it, like the, like the Exorcist box cover, I would just stare <laughs> yeah. at his house and be like, man, what's it like to have all that room and just a yard and have a, wait, you know, hold on, do you still have Brian's ex-apartment from years ago? The, all the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would throw you down some stairs to get into that. Fuck off. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you could, you could, you could uh, have a piss stream go from one end of the building to the other. You know what I mean? Like it's small. Sure. And yeah. Like, and it's only that I'm in my 40s now. So if you're just like, when is the point where I could, you know, it's like enter- walk around a room I, or, yeah. or, or entertain ten people? Yeah. 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 You know, what I mean? that's like very. That's tough. But no, the apartment. Like I said, I'm. I'm. We're, we're blessed in the way that it, it is a great place, location-wise. First floor, all that shit's great. There's shitty apartments um, in New York City. Uh, there was, there's a particular brand, uh, one that I hate, and uh, I had a few of these when I lived in Bushwick. And it's the they they say it's newly renoed, but it's like it's a veneer of nice, but yeah. everything. It's like they just duct taped on paneling on everything. And I had one of these and the landlord did the same thing, like newly renovated. And I'm like, I don't believe you. I think <laughs> the minute I step out of this, something's going to fall on the ground. And this particular apartment, I had black mold. Um, mm. They, they did not attach the gas correctly. This was my favorite one. They did not attach the gas to the stove. So all the time I, f- I smelled like kind of gas. Right. <laughs> you felt like you were yeah, every, a little bit dying. Every yeah. time I heated up a slice of pizza, I'd pass out for five hours. <laughs> and so eventually, obviously, I call Con Ed or whatever, and they're like, oh, my God, whoever attached this gas to the stove did it with their hands. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm not like they didn't crank it on. Wait, you're not supposed to do it with your hand. You're not (laughs) supposed to do it. I just fixed my own oven with your hands. I did. (laughs) And like, they would send their like degenerate uh, super up and he'd be like, I'm just going to paint over it. And I'd be like, no, you're not. You can't just paint paint over the stove. Paint over the stove. I feel like they're painting over everything in the apartment. <laughs> like that's the move. That's how I clean up. I fry chicken and I just paint over what <laughs> yes! I did. <laughs> yes. Everything's I like spackle and a layer of paint. And I'm like, it's black mold. You no, I think that the, the one thing but about now it's York- white mold. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> one thing about New York City that's um I, I think kind of unique is just like the supers and the landlords like the amount of care that they give to you is just you can't even believe how little it is yeah it's amazing i mean when when i moved here i was like oh the first day i moved here the um the drains were not working they were all clogged so uh my super came in and he was like all right i got you and i uh i looked in the bathroom when he left he's like it's all good now there was no more stoppers in the in the sink or the bathtub so now i'm like oh okay can, are you gonna you're gonna put the stopper back and he's like nope just broke it right out 
<laughs> and I painted white over top. We're good. Our, our landlord, when we when we asked about the, uh, we're like, hey, you know, we lost like seventy something percent of our income over these last like whatever months. Like, is it you know? It's like DeRosa said he did this and got a little bit of a break on rent and everything. We're just yeah. like, get a little, you know, not that it's like even necessarily we need it, but it's like would help I mean, you know, might, yeah. we, we, we did we did lose 70 some percent of our income and uh i think the response was like well we won't raise it oh <laughs> like we won't raise the rent like we're only gonna raise like 15 percent this month and that's like, just that, the legal amount so you're wasn't welcome even what we asked yeah <laughs> I ask if you were gonna i assumed you weren't gonna raise it <laughs> no they oh, really man. don't they don't give a shit that's what i said and that's the other thing that's the hard part too traveling as much as we do as comedians like you go on the road somewhere and you're like for what I pay in rent, like I could have uh fucking columns in front of my house and oh yeah, you know, in Utah or yeah, but then you, you have know. to live in Utah. See, this exactly. is the thing no, that's, 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 that, that's exactly what I say. I go, oh my god, look at this. I, I remember it was uh Omaha actually where it was. Omaha, Nebraska was driving to the the gig with you know whoever they have pick you up, and I was saying like, whoa, that's like the that's the rich neighborhood right there. I've seen mm -hmm. these like mansion houses. He was like, oh yeah. I was like, I was like, it's really expensive living there. Huh? He goes crazy and i go what do those houses go for i go break my heart and uh he goes oh those are like probably three four hundred thousand dollar houses and like, <laughs> that is not crazy like, we're all like <laughs> yeah you're like what did you buy two of them <laughs> yeah i feel like i should have <laughs> yeah with my pocket change i bought a few you but we do tolerate we tolerate a lot. I used to live in Briarwood and it's like this co-op thing, by the way, never with the oh, co-op again. Oh, God, and I remember yet, this Do you place. remember that? It was oh, like a God, you have to walk across a freeway to get there. You're like, am I going to die? Why is there a possum out here? <laughs> Why never a co-op again? Uh, because, but here's, here's one of the reasons. So they're in charge of the outside, right? You're in charge yeah. of the inside. You own the place, but they're supposed to like take care of the garden as, as a cooperative, right? Mm -hmm. So everything that's shared by people, they take care of and they neglected everything. Also, when you sell your house, they have to approve of who it is. So they could just yeah. keep going. No, no, no. They have too much. Um, so that's why well, not a call. So this, this place neglected absolutely everything, pretended like they didn't. And one day you said mm -hmm. columns. My neighbor had columns. It's a very like normal, pretty modest, very nice neighborhood column. Um, it got neglected so much. I happened to be outside when I saw this. The column just went straight like timber, just <laughs> from, removed itself from what it was attached to the ceiling of this column thing. You know, the thing like right before you get into yeah, the yeah. apartment and just fell like in slow-mo. I was like, am I really seeing this? <laughs> I call up the office that's responsible that should be like, holy shit, do we have termites? Like, is that a, I don't know what could happen. A fucking column just fell. They were like, oh, pretty. I think they might have said, what do you want us to do about it? And I was like, <laughs> Wait, I, I can call 911 or you can do whatever it is that you do. I don't know why I call you, to be honest. I used to prank them on our podcast. Oh, yeah. You used to prank them. As the what is it? This man. is the, man the, the man you're pranking the management company. Yeah, I am. I got so angry with them because mm -hmm. we started our podcast, Keith and the Girl, over there, and um, and there was no heat all of a sudden, right? And they couldn't give a fuck. And I'm like, how is there no heat? I own this place, so I I called them up. Was and that I'm the like, apartment that I went to? I came and did Keith and the Girl. No, you did. Ago. Yeah, you came to the Astoria one. Astoria, yeah. Yeah, I think we just moved into that. So then, um, 
they don't give a shit. They don't know when it's coming on. They don't know who they're calling. They have no information. So I start panging them. I call them up as an old man. Hello. (laughs) Just talking as slow as possible, asking if I can move in with one of them since they don't live on the apartment (laughs) complex. And maybe like they have heat and could help me out. But they're taking me seriously because I'm an old man. I was just so angry. I didn't know how to let it out. So I would call all kinds of ways and just prank my own management company. Like you're not doing anything. So I will say gonna, that so. not every co-op is like that. I live in a co-op and they, they mow a lot. There's a lot of mowing going on. Okay. It's all day long, the mowing. No disrespect. I love that your place mows and I love that we're giving people credit for doing their jobs. Like, I'm hey so guys, happy. lawn taken care of, like they my take the garbage out. I've had They've- monster landlords in, in this. When I, when I first moved to, uh, so we moved from Astoria to, Middle Village and like a third floor huh. place that was great. The Can we talk about was- Middle Village for just a second? Such sure. one of the most inconvenient spaces in terms of public transportation it's in New rough. York. It, it's 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 a it's a nice downhill run to get to the train, <laughs> but when you come home, it is. I mean, your feet are on a forty-five degree angle. It is straight uphill. So now, are, when you're taking the train, you're taking the M train that's on Metropolitan Avenue. No. What train are you RVG right in front of the mall, basically. Oh, so you're oh, going okay. the other way. So he, you're on the other side of Middle Village that I was across, thinking about. Across the street from the mall. No, no, right. it's, oh, it's, it's across, across the highway. So it's on like, Elliott Avenue, Woodland right. Boulevard. So Elmhurst. Right, that's, it's on the border of Elmhurst. So that's where It used Middle to be Village called is. Rego Park. It got changed to Middle Village. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. not Rego Park. Um, no, so that's that's the there's like uh, in that interchange of Woodhaven Boulevard and Queens Boulevard. That's where uh, the Queen Center Mall is, and that's also where Hemda and I would take the the bus quite often, the Q eighty eight. I would so take I the, the Q sixty. <laughs> oh, well, to the mall. Me. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I was an eighty eight kind of girl. Um, and then you did all your hooking up on the 11 down Woodhaven Boulevard back to Actually, Howard Beach. I like Middle Village uh, a lot as a place. There was the, I forget what it's called now, but they built like a new like shopping center back there. That was so that's Atlas, movie Atlas, Atlas Park. Park. Atlas yeah. Park, exactly. Yeah, I love that. I, I like the whole, I did like the suburban aspect of it, especially when my daughter was young, you know, we were able to do like, you know, you could park your car in a lot and it wasn't like $25 to park to go see a movie. Everything just felt very like uh kind of normal suburban mm-hmm. i did like that but we found and the too good to be true thing to tell you is um we had this third floor three bedrooms which was great we had roommates there all the time and then we moved with no roommate the same price we found right out back of our, our place the third floor apartment was a was a house two floors of a house nice three bedroom it was a great situation great price and after about eight months of living there paying everything on time and you know we're, we're good tenants we're not parties and we had a baby you know mm-hmm. they uh they came big language barrier only the daughter of the family spoke english everybody else was uh spoke chinese only and we had a fine relationship with them and then they just sent us a like about eight months in or i guess like almost a year in it must have been because we had a lease for a year they came and they just said, like, with no warning, they go, well, you got, you've been great tenants. We got a letter. You've been great tenants. We appreciate everything being on time. But, you know, we're going to ask you to leave by the end of the month. Oh, my like, God. I thought we were going to be. And we're like, we've only been there for a year. We had no problems at the other place. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's problems, but we didn't have any problems with the landlords. Like, we had to leave. Sure. 
so that kind of hit us in the guts and we didn't know why but like you know we kind of asked people and they're like you really can't do anything about it basically you know it's like just kind of ask them maybe if you can like so my daughter was in school and we wanted her to finish the school year so we kind of wrote we just wrote a letter back saying like hey i understand you know it's their place there's nothing we can really do about it but we were saying like could we would you mind can you give us like three more months so my yeah. daughter can finish the school year here and we don't have to get a place right here and just whatever you know it doesn't lock us into something and screw our school year up they just came back with legal action oh wow really now it was I'm surprised because recently we had that. They're like, hey, you know, and we're great tenants for the old studio. And the guy, he obviously could rent it out for more at this point because we've right. been there for seven years. And he's like, oh, you guys always have people coming in and out. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I know he wants me out. And I was like, you need to get me to the end of the year. And that was like six months. And he, yeah, so, he yeah, same it. thing, by the way. You could tell it's what all it was was they could charge a lot. They've, yeah, they realized yeah. they could charge a lot more money. So I get it. And so we just said, well, can we have the extra like couple months so my daughter can finish the school? They just came back with legal action, and which is great, actually, in, in a sense, because even though we were ultimately going to have to leave, the lawyer we went to was just like, you're going to live. It's like, this is such a cut and dry thing. Like, you're going to live for the next six months for free. But then yeah, you are going to have to pay. But right. you'll never have to pay rent for the next six months. Like, consider yourself living free for six months. And did Wait, you? Why? why? Basically. Why? But it was because, like, they'll have to pay the legal fees. It was because of the thing, you know, you, you have to keep it in, what is it, escrow? They call it, so you have to mm -hmm. keep it. Right. Like, so you open, it, you open an account, quote, unquote, and you put your rent in every month into that account. And if so you that prove if, that you're doing that, that you're not screwing them, you're not just trying to get away with not paying. Right. You won't end up having to pay it because it was just the length of the legal process. So they lost, but I think they knew they were losing. Yeah. And so these people, there was major language barrier and Kurt mm -hmm. Metzger was actually there for a couple of these things. I mean, it was, it was so volatile with people who don't speak English. They came, they just scream shit. And you're like, you know, what's the problem? I mean, they, the, the, I wish, I think Hurricane Sandy killed the, uh, we used to have the flip camera. Is that what it was uh -huh. called? Remember yeah, the yeah. festival, like virtual camera you could plug in. I thought you were going to say killed your ex-landlord and you would have loved to talk to him now. No, no, no. But we were filming. What's so funny is I wish we had this video still. It was this little old Asian lady who was a, I mean, a, a banshee. She was crazy. <laughs> and she was yelling at us for whatever. I forget what it was. Like, it was just nothing. She was just, they just hated us because they were, we didn't just move out. Yeah. Yeah. You were fucking and, with their money. That's why. Yeah. yeah. And she would like film, she would just film us like coming home, like with her camera, her phone camera. <laughs> So it was this old Asian lady like, doing this. <laughs> and then uh, Carla, my ex, like, it pulls out. The, she goes, give me the flip camera. So I got her the flip camera, and she's filming. You're just filming each other. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but picture, picture like this very, like, you know, like, like modest the right word, just like a you yeah. know, old Asian lady. She's not, like, All, like bent up, over because no yeah, she's old like, and shit. Yeah. Yes, just, like, nasty-faced. And, like, just – and all you see in this video is uh, her head, like, as she's filming her face, her head just, like, lunges towards the camera. And you just hear Carla go, oh, this bitch bit me. She fucking bit me. She, bit, she just, she just, she bit all face. You know what I mean? Usually a bite involves like grabbing and biting. Like, Woo! she just like snapped forward and bit her hand. Like a snap like, turtle. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, like a snapping turtle. Yeah. And she, uh, and, and I mean, it was, I mean, the cops came like three or four times during that whole situation, during that whole like time we were there. It was so volatile and like uh, stress inducing. That was actually oh, the first we were talking about anxiety earlier before we were filming. Like that was the first time I went into a real like shell of anxiety. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I didn't know what to do. I was getting ready to leave yeah. for three months for a tour oh, with no. bands. 
I was already scared of that and, yeah. and that falling apart and not being a good thing. Sure, sure. On a grand, on a grand level, it felt Who like. Who were you going uh, on tour with, Jay? That was Corn and. Uh, oh, nice. Well, first it was just Corn, then it was a bigger tour with like a bunch of Corn, Rob Zombie, and a bunch of bands. So I Ooh, thought that wow. was already going to go haywire. It seems like you anticipate good. a bad thing happening before it's happening, like all the time. Yes. So that's yeah. true. So that was, a, I thought that was, and then also the reality of real then things going Asian on, going bad. Where, where am I? <laughs> also, where's like my, my, uh, my wife and daughter going to live while I'm gone for three months, not really making money. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm money, but like it's, you know, it was like, you're well, not living a rock star that. life yet. You're yeah, living, yeah, yeah, certainly yeah, not. Yeah, I was yeah, doing, yeah. you know, guy hosting the show money. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, and also, I was gone, so I was like yeah. getting the money to them. Right. Even, so they know, could get bit all day long. There's no one to protect them. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they moved in with her mom out in Long Island. That was kind of the beginning of the end of that relationship, I'd say. But it's, uh, you know, it was, is it ever a good story? You're moving to Long Island. I'm sorry, Long Island. I can't. I. It's yeah. just the way I do it. Come this brother lives in Long Island, so she feels biased. <laughs> but it was uh yeah so the apartment situation so this is probably the best situation uh i've ever been in is this place here I think when, it was just in, the, in the thing for so long it was brian bollinger's like you said and christine lived with him for a while and then when uh, you that's la when you talk about enraged old ladies so i used to work in fashion and i would deal with all the factories based in new york city um and for those that don't know there's still quite a bit of manufacturing that happens in new york city for fashion um it's in the garment district you would never know it unless you go there regularly but there's all these big buildings sort of like between 32nd and 42nd um that have like essentially sweatshops going in a, you know on the floors um and so I would run around, you know, between all of them, dropping shit off, talking to the managers, whatever. Um, and I remember there was this guy, Eddie, who was, they're always so fucking nice to me. You go in there, obviously, like you're the client, you know, they have, they're, they're serving you tea. They're like, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Are you stressed out? It's this, you know, this whole performance they put on for you, which you're their client, whatever. That's fine. I'm not like against it or anything like that. Um, but Eddie always had like a, a very mild manner to him. And then one night, uh, I stayed late to help, uh, the ladies clean the garments. Like we had a shipment and I'm like, I'm just going to help you clean them because I want this to happen on time. Let's just all like work together. So he didn't know that I was like back there, you know, spot checking and clipping can you fucking guys imagine me trying to sew shit? Like uh, it's a nightmare, but like I'm trying my best to help out. I hear Eddie come around the corner and he's like, you fucking bitches. Like get, why don't you get your fucking shit done on time? Screaming, calling them like cunts and shit. And it's all these like tiny little older ladies, but it's like they had, it, it was that I got a peek behind the curtain of like what happens in these sweatshop environments. Oh my God, please stop telling me that fashion is mean. <laughs> it, I mean, it is. I'm, mean. Da- I'm sure that wherever you got your one hoodie from and yeah. your Hanes t-shirt, that yeah. it's fine. Like, I'm sure that everything is fine. No one. <laughs> I think Fashion's they're made in America. Ladies. Your wife beaters are made in America. Don't even worry about it. All just y- champion sweatpants boy. are made here. Don't listen. Yeah. I don't am. I am so. I don't even call them wife beaters. I call them tank tops. That's how oh. fancy my clothing oh. is. 
So sorry about that. Tank tops too. (laughs) I love it. The old school in me. Are you guys just not Italian? Like, is that what it is? Yeah, I think I feel like were you were you in high school in the nineties? Because yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. I feel like I'm still in the nineties with my outfits, but like oh, I can confirm you are yes. But like on laundry day, (laughs) a lot of times. I'm also told. I'm also told that very much. I am. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's so comfortable. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what it is? As you become an adult, if you if you didn't dress the way you wanted to as a teenager, which I don't think I did. Yes. I I with like what I thought like was supposed to be the thing. Mm-hmm. I think as you become an adult, then you're like, oh, then you're like, I want to dress the kind of cool that I thought would have been cool when, when people <laughs> would have cared if it was cool or not. <laughs> How did yes. you dress when you were younger, Jay? Uh, much more hip hop clothes because like, uh, which I've, I say on stage even in so many stories because it, it's such an element the way I dressed as a teenager in so many of the stories, but it was because uh, it's when at the big and tall stores as like a kid, which is where I had to shop uh, mm-hmm. most of the time, it was like you dressed like it's like a father, like you were just like you were already a father of several children, <laughs> you know, like, like very like elastic waist. You like, like the name or the, uh, the store brands of a big and yeah. tall store, just they're, it's just dad clothes. Yeah. Or you had to pay like, you know, I'd have like one or two pairs of jeans only because it was like two, which at the time seemed crazy, the money for a pair of jeans, but because it wasn't like high fashion jeans. But if you wanted to wear like the only name brands would be like Rockaware or something like that. It wasn't yeah. like regular Levi's or anything. It was like it had to be like the, the hip hop brands for it to be anything that people like, would recognize. Yeah. So like were you head to toe FUBU? I didn't have a lot of FUBU stuff, but I definitely had like a south pole rock aware you know how i picture like sean john oh yeah this is uh, like a big did you have a yellow tommy hilfiger shirt with the logo (laughs) on the front i didn't have a lot of tommy hilfiger at all actually it was just sorry i'm just trying to turn myself on i guess i didn't come too much in my size the tommy hilfiger but the tommy hilfigers were very oversized they had um they had a lot of i think that a lot of the bigger guys definitely wore like a a yellow Tommy Hilf, like they have yeah. like a triple X, you know, it's a f- fucking banana boat. As you're out. saying this, like with a I'm- popped collar, is this yeah. what we're talking about? No, this is just a t-shirt, like okay. a yellow t-shirt. And then you wear like Adidas swishy pants with it. And like oh, swishy, pants. Swiss- swishy pants. I loved, I was Listen, all about swishy pants. I love swishy pants, but this is my mother. Anymore. My mother, I- um, she's not well, she has OCD like me. And she, her thing is that she has to iron everything. And I would say like, mom, Ugh. you can't iron my swishy pants because they are made of plastic. And yeah. she'd be like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm just going to iron. And she would make holes in all my swishy pants. <laughs> and then she yeah. would, she'd be like, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to iron a patch on. No. So all of my swishy pants had these hard pieces in them yeah. because it would be like a jean patch. And I'm like, you gotta, you just have to stay away from my, like I had all the swishy suits. Just constantly I, melting your pants? She just <laughs> melted all my amazing plastic clothes. And it was so, but like when I picture you as a child, like this is what I do sometimes by myself. Mm. Uh, I see you wearing like one of those t-shirts where like Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil are oh, yeah, dressed yeah. Yeah. in hip hop clothing. Yep. You have to, it's, back, it's backwards jerseys. <laughs> yes. uh, let me tell you something. I didn't have that shirt, but I, I, it's so funny we're saying this. I literally have a story I'm telling on stage for like the past year. Well, you're the um, miggity, 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 miggity Mac daddy. I'm the miggity, miggity Mac. Um, <laughs> no, about a girl, like, like be, for the way I dressed, I explained what I just said about like being able to, like, if you wanted to wear name brand clothes, it was hip hop yeah. clothes. Yeah. And somebody judging 
a girl that I was like kind of approached me, which I was, it was my mind was blown because she was a cute girl, but she thought I was like a very hip hop person where I just had the clothes. I never yeah, talked. Right, yeah. I never talked the talk for sure. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to be like in style, you know, and I, yeah, and I was, yeah. like, kind of going along. But my description of her is so uh, that I said she's wearing a yellow Tommy Hilfiger jacket. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the element I said, I said, I'm excited she's talking to me because I could see looking at her, this white girl has not seen a lot of white dicks in her life. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited yeah. she's even giving me the time of day. Mm-hmm. And it's a yellow Tommy Hilfiger jacket, tight ponytail with the mm-hmm. with the backs very big and curly, but always yes. wet. Uh huh. Um, it's um like a good scrunch gel. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, lip liner, no lipstick, acid wash jeans with uh puffy socks. I feel like you're describing a big belt, me. a yeah. big belt with a tucked yeah. in t-shirt, bagged out the bottom, mm-hmm. and on the front of the t-shirt, Tasmanian Devil Bugs Bunny wearing backwards Colorado Rocky shirts. He's like, yeah. That's my, that is my. To the T description of this girl, and her name's Renee. <laughs> oh my God. Her name was Renee. I got to tell you, it's probably this still was, Renee. Um, yeah. I think it was me in high school, actually. So I went into high school, like eighth grade around. I um, decided that I, because I was a skater, you know, I was skater Trey. That's and- so funny to me i i would have assumed you'd be like some sort of princessy type thing no i wasn't yet i I wasn't yet so then i go to high school with all of the you know the beautiful italian people Mm -hmm. and touring with the bloodhound gang must have been a fucking that was way after high school i wasn't actually 13 when i did that uh if they if anyone asks no i was no i guess i was like still into that but when i went into high school all of the italian guidettes were like no uh uh-uh no you can't have patches on your book bag you can't wear the spike collar you're swishy pants have patches on them this right. is a nightmare and i remember like <laughs> i remember they were like you know Your i got denim like, swishy guess- pants <laughs> <laughs> and they basically morphed into full <laughs> denim with all the patches it's just, it's just jeans with elastic uh ankles i'm telling you i still have them somewhere and i'm just so sad about it <laughs> But no, I, I had like, you know, it was like that clueless makeover that they gave yeah. me because they were like, no, yeah. you can't be grunge. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is who I am, like inside of myself. And yeah. I uh, I had to get this makeover. They gave me the blondest highlights you ever saw. Oh, yeah. I, they were like two inch chunks in my hair. Oh, and you love just, to see it. It was a ton of eyeshadow right up to my eyebrows. Oh. And it was tight guest mm. jeans, the bell bottom mm. Uh, thing and then it was like a very like a, a crop top guest shirt right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it said mm-hmm. guest and then Those also yeah they're great Hemda uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the rhinestones you know with the rhinestones oh, so, oh, yeah, and, yeah it was you. good and then that was and then it was like sketcher platform shoes a lot of mm-hmm. Steve Madden shoes that went with the jeans 23 year olds dress like this now just so you right. know it's I, like was, I was I was back but then, uh, Jay, when I started working in music again, I regressed. I regressed. And that's exactly what I did because I wasn't allowed. What were you? Were you a, a bigger girl in high school? Um, like medium-ish. See, I, I was a, a big kid the whole time. So it was funny was trying to keep up with the styles that were working for everybody. Like, you know, the, like the thin kids. Yeah. And then trying to follow suit with that. So, I mean, how much different I looked than everybody else when I went through the overalls. Like, you know, when everyone's wearing overalls, it looked hip hop on them and I looked like a farmer. (laughs) Right. They need like and, 10 uh, more yards of fabric. Listen, I, mean, did, I just, wore yeah, the also, That was also much more expensive to do as, yeah. as like a fat kid yes. because they charge more money for those clothes. But uh, the, the pleated jeans, my, my mom, I've told this on a bunch of things, but this, it's just, it is worth repeating. It's so funny. 
my grandmother used to take me school clothes shopping and kind of just let me she just trusted that I knew what the style was. Oh no. And and she just was like, you know, she yeah, she kind of knew enough to know that she didn't know. She was like, I don't yeah. know what's the style, so I get whatever. And my mom had me young, so my grandma was relatively young too, you know. Mm-hmm. And um and she took me one time, I remember and they had a I had seen a kid in school wearing the MC Hammer pants, you know, the low crotch, <laughs> big yeah. puffy pants. Oh yeah. So they're comfortable. They're, they're yeah. Very comfortable for sure, but ridiculous looking ultimately my grandmother and her friends were with me on this particular clothes (laughs) shopping trip and i remember their excitement about the comfort was uh my grandmother and her friends my aunt anita and uh marcia that's a lot of people on this shopping tour yeah (laughs) Yeah. well that's what it was it was her two friends and me Mm. and uh and so her and her three uh, two friends all also bought mc hammer pants oh it's like a girl's trip because they were like, oh, when we walk around the schoolyard for exercise, which is what they did, we used to be comfortable <laughs> walking. So they bought them, and all they had in my size in them, which is a weird thing. I remember them being all elastic, but my yeah. size was bright gold. Yeah, Jay. No. Yeah, yeah, Jay. <laughs> what color did Grandma get? Uh, I think they got like, <laughs> like kind of weird patterns, almost like Zubaz or something. Yeah, my brother had zebra ones that he yeah, wore the all Zuba- the time. Yeah, the Zubaz yeah, things yeah. were mm-hmm. nuts, but. These were bright gold, and I brought them home. And I remember this is something I I'll always thank my mom and stepfather for, because my mom and them they were like, "All right, what kind of clo- what? Let's see, let's see the clothes you got." And so mm-hmm. I'm fashion showing for fashion them. show, fashion show. Yeah. And I I'm coming out, I'm showing, you know, and they're like, "Sure, whatever, sure, sure." And then I'm waiting to reveal the MC the gold pants because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this is gonna blow their mind. This is gonna be great. And I walk out in them. And they're so puffy and baggy, but my, <laughs> you know, my legs are, are, you know, next to each other. I'm just walking normal and they come out and my mom and, and step pop are laughing so hard on the couch. I mean, like a real, like, like they can't get a grip on themselves. And then my stepfather remembers going, goes, what's all the, uh, why is this shit all bunched up there in the middle? And then I was like, well, cause they're MC hammer. And when I opened my legs and they saw that low crotch, I mean, they were like hitting each other. Like they were, they were laughing so hard. And I, those, those became that day those became my sick pants if i was sick at home i just put them on and they, they never saw the light of day outdoors ever. do you still have them no but when we moved like years later like they were in the bottom of my drawer so no i wish i wish i still oh, had yeah. them. i think i think i do still have a pair of jenko jeans somewhere yes. i never wore those things i, never I always went, I never dressed them. goth well i wasn't goth i was a skater and how were you supposed to fit your pants over your rollerblades oh hello I mean, what were I you supposed have, to wear with your airwalks? I'm already impressed that you were able to get on rollerblades. I can't do anything <laughs> that my feet have wheels under them. Destabilized, yeah. You know, right. uh, I don't know how to get week, on. I don't know how to get. I saw a kid learning how to ride a skateboard the other day, like getting on and trying. Yeah. And I, was, I go, dude, you're going to do great because I'm already impressed with what you're doing. I can't get two <laughs> feet up on a skateboard without. I'd, I'd be in. Really? I'd be in high panic fear. I was, uh, I was quite yeah. the snowboarder. I was the, oh. this, that was my thing. So I was a skateboarder, snowboarder, uh, and I was a rollerblader because you know obviously that was my screen name, Skater Trey. Yeah. Um, and I called my mom like two weeks ago, and I was like, "Listen, I uh, everyone's rollerblading again. I need my yeah, it's back in a big way." Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Okay, I don't know what I have here. I have like twenty pairs of rollerblades. I have all these knee pads." And I looked, and the only rollerblades some swishy that I could- pants. <laughs> She's like, some "I have all denim. these patches." <laughs> 
So I, I actually have right next to me right now, um, my brother's rollerblades. Yeah. And I've been rollerblading in the house because I'm Ooh. like, I, should I, I don't think I should go outside and do this yet. Oh, um, I was so I've just been rollerblading this. back and forth in the house. This is a very exciting time in my life. It's so exciting for your downstairs neighbor, too. So that's yeah. Extra I, mean, fun. I just feel like if they don't complain about the other things that I do in here, they <laughs> cannot possibly complain <laughs> about my rollerblading. I saw yeah. a guy coming down as they were on the first floor. I saw a guy coming down the stairs the other day, like doing the sideways walk mm-hmm. on rollerblades down steps. And I was already like impressed. I used to walk you. backwards down the stairs because it's the easiest way to keep your skates on. You're all oh, I did a sideways. I did a sideways, but I also always carried my air walks in my backpack, which had patches on it. That's a lot of patches I, in your lot childhood. of patches i gotta patches tell you everywhere patches all right let's catch this up jay's <laughs> fucking covered in gold i'm blowing someone in an alley i mean yeah. we're, we're really all covered in something a face full of jizz ordered a number two meal which is the meal it's the best meal i'd argue Come that's on. the most popular meal i've never had it's a, gotta um, be i've never had a mcdonald's hamburger in my entire life you're really? i mean it's no. gonna make you sick now but yeah, there was a there was a window when you were a kid there's still Somehow it's a consistent taste that's always good, but I, I steer clear of it as much as possible. Don't do oh it, Tracy. Um, I, I'm not going to do it. Trust me. Trust yeah. me. Not at this point in my life. That's I the first that. bump of Coke to just send you down a bad road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm too I, paranoid. I've never, had, it, I've never done Coke, but I've eaten a lot of McDonald's cheeseburger. Everyone's trying to poison me. I'm not going to eat I've done all food. of that, and let me tell you, it doesn't end great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, Jay- <laughs> a lot of times, Coke ends in McDonald's cheeseburgers. Absolutely. This Coke, McDonald's cheeseburgers, and whiskey are a beautiful trifecta that I have danced with many times, but... <laughs> Yeah. I promise, though, I will try. Next time I have cum on my face, I will. Yeah. <laughs> walk through. You got to honor that cum and you got to walk through the <laughs> drive. <honor> the- <laughs> you honor the cum. You got to gotta honor it. We gotta, you you, sl- you know, move it into the milkshake. Oh, uh, God. all right, Andrea, that's enough from you. Yeah. Uh, it's my trauma, Tracy. I we'll went through about- it. Yeah. Don't just- tell her how to cope. <laughs> I know we're wrapping up, but this explains a lot about Andrea's album yeah. cover, which is literally jizz on her face. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll post that. We'll you don't post have that. to fix her. It is her journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay, thank you so much for being here with us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, okay. We were excited to have you. You are um, from Philly, but you are so New York. You have it inside of you, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay, where could uh, people find you? Where could they listen to you? Uh, BigJComedy.com for all, and BigJComedy on all social media. BigJComedy.com for all dates, whatever that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, coming up, Bonfire, Comedy Central Radio, Series X and 95, Legion of Skanks podcast on Gas Digital Network, SDR show. And now also a fun little uh, thing we're doing, me, Ari Shafir, and Dan Soder doing Sixth and Jump, a podcast where we uh, review and just go through episode by episode the episodes of 21 Jump Street. Jump oh, is nice. real coming of age. It's real coming out party. Oh, it's, I it's, love it's, it. it's the longest podcast I do, like as far as like time of it's like a, the episodes are long. Yes. On such a focused thing because it is a show upon rewatching that I loved as a kid and upon rewatching is the shoddiest police work on any television show I've ever seen. <laughs> 
It's almost like it's now. Uh, yeah, anyway, guys, <laughs> I also do some recap shows. I do 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. I do Teen Mom Trash Talk. Obviously, we're here at Only in New York. You guys can go to tracycarnazzo.com for all of my upcoming projects. I have a live podcast coming up for Teen Mom Trash Talk. It's going to be yeah. Amazing. That's Is July it true 11th. you're producing uh, Farrah Abraham's mom's new rap album? Uh, I'm actually producing Farrah Abraham's mom's new anal porn. Hey! <laughs> it's her new anal porn. Just don't don't confuse it with the old anal porn, which you're is... You're spraying her with sanitizer. You're like... <laughs> Keep don't it. do that uh yeah but every it's covid uh rules so we're using saran wrap for everything everything is good uh nice. guys make sure that you're joining our group only in new york podcast on facebook which is where we talk about the podcast we have such a good time fans connect we connect uh and we chat with you guys definitely do that and you could go to only in new york pod is that what it, our website yes is? only mm-hmm. new york pod.com and uh check that out and make sure you're following me on social media at trixie tuzini t-r-i-x-i-e-t-u-z-z-i-n-i hamza what's going on with you wow well you can recap my life on keith and the girl that's what we do i uh I can't stop talking about everything I do. So let's laugh about it. KeithandTheGirl.com, Keith and the Girl on social media. Um, yeah, OnlyNewYorkPod.com has all of our information. But if you're listening to another show, give Keith and the Girl a try. Thank and you. And also, uh, I heard a rumor that we have um, the Only New York live podcast that you guys, unless you were there for the live podcast, you didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. We had guests Calvin Cato on, we had Billy Presida on, and we told a lot of stories about being arrested. Yeah. Turns out all of us have been tackled by cops. Um, <laughs> and that's can, on onlyinnewyorkpod.com. Uh, you can follow me at Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. You can check out my other podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour, where we talk about getting cummed on and crying on a pretty much constant basis. Uh, and <laughs> you can you have to change some things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jay, I'm trying. It's a journey. It is uh, constantly raining. Come on, you, Andrea. No. I'm getting wor- that I'm was going to be the title of her yeah, album, but it's raining. Come. It's raining. Yeah. Come. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I wish you knew my life. It would make you very <laughs> sad. Um, and uh, Andrea Comedy on Twitter. But go check out onlyinnewyorkpod.com. Not only is our live show their video and audio there's also a bunch of other cool things you can buy shout outs on the show maybe do a little video date with us have wait some... like a like a balls and sauce date like a balls and sauce date we i can mean... eat meatballs and sauce together on zoom together like tracy with fans can, tracy can get her car booted to go pick up some pizza like it's all going on at only in new york pod.com so check that's out amazing there. guys if you're listening to this podcast and you love what you hear please give us a five star rating and an amazing review on whatever platform you're listening on and thank you so much thanks jay thank Bulls you sauce